If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. All right, everybody, welcome to Fit Over 40. I'm your host, Coach Clarence. In the studio, I have Christine Tober, and she's super pumped up because her Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl in Arizona, where we are. Congratulations to the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, the whole crew. Chiefs! Yes, right. (laughs) I wish we could say that once for the Cardinals, but it's been 20 years, and I don't know if we ever will. But they have a new coach, and we'll see, and... A lot of things are happening in Arizona. We got a new coach, new players for the Suns. They've upgraded. I think they've upgraded their chances, but we'll see. We know how KD is. He could be shaky. Anyway, so, uh, Christine, welcome. And how are you? And tell us your story. Well, thank you, Clarence. I am fine. And again, I am pumped up because of the Chiefs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My story is uh, pretty long because I've been around for a while. Um, I'm originally from Kansas City. That's why I'm a Chiefs fan. I moved to Arizona. I have two brothers that have been living in Arizona for 25 or 30 years. So me and my family would travel to Arizona often, you know, especially during the winters to visit. (laughs) (laughs) So when I made my decision to retire from my previous job and relocate, it was no question that Arizona would be the place to move to. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked in pharmaceutical quality control for 30 years. I am a Navy veteran. Yay! Yes. I spent uh, four years on the USS Samuel Gompers in Alameda, California. Wow. And I did four years reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, went back to Kansas City and worked for Bayer. I made the decision to retire. The Bayer, the, the, Bayer, the pharmaceutical. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah Bayer okay. Aspirin. Yeah. Okay, Aspirin. Yeah. <laughs> I knew <There's>, something. <laughs> I know that name. Yeah. So I made the decision to retire from them and move my mom out here. Okay. You know, I just, her age was getting up and she was getting up in age and her grandkids were all out here. So I just, Mama, you want to move to Arizona? She says, if you move, I said, okay. So I packed up her house and rented mine, and we moved out here. Haven't looked back. She passed away uh, after being out here four years, but every day she thanked me, so it's the best decision I ever made. So you went from corporate America, essentially. What made you want to get in real estate? Well, I've always had an interest in real estate. Even mm-hmm. when I was in corporate America, I had my own home that I owned, and I had investment property at the time. Mm-hmm. I just didn't take the real estate license because during that time I had a cousin that was a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. So I used her as my connection. Mm-hmm. So I've always been interested in home ownership. Okay. Um, I just made the decision when I moved out here and remarried to a wonderful man, John Tober. Um, and we started communicating and we talked about building home ownership. Um, and we were going to just be investing. And I thought, you know, when you, Going to be an investor, you always need to have a real estate agent in your back sure. pocket. Mm-hmm. So I thought, why? Well, well, I just get rid of that middleman. <laughs> so I made the decision to continue my education and take the state license, and here we are. Here we are. So 
Why do you think it's important to have a licensed real estate agent versus your friend who's, you know, looking on the Internet, getting advice on the Internet? Yeah, that's a really good question, Clarence. Um, um, real estate agent, as a realtor, you know, we have to subscribe to a code of ethics. True. So if you're just Joe Blow and you're not licensed, you can just tell anybody anything that you want mm-hmm. or that they want to hear. Sure. Um, so I can just, I'm going to just kind of step through a few, and we can just have this discussion back and forth. I'm going to just step through a few things that, as a realtor, are important. Mm-hmm. One of the things, you get an expert guide. Um, you know, helping to avoid delays is a costly mistake. Mm-hmm. Buying a home is typically, um, it requires a lot of forms, reports, disclosures, and a lot of other legal um documents. So you want to have somebody that can speak the language. You know, there's a lot of jargon that's involved in real estate transaction. So you want to have somebody that can speak the language. And Mm -hmm. as a licensed real estate agent, we have to be trained in those aspects. Mm -hmm. So basically understanding and decoding the information so a person walks off the street will know this is what this means. I don't understand what these coded languages, I know how to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, in addition to that, you know, uh, we're going to help guide you through some of the searches, um, make sure that you meet your objectives and stay within your budget. Right. (laughs) Right. That's the main uh, aspect. Mm -hmm. So we're like a really a great source of questions for any of the amenities or any utilities or any of the zoning things that's going on in the area that you might want to live in. Perfect. So... What do you think of the market right now? What would you tell us about about buying or selling or maybe looking at an investment property right now? Because it's crazy right now. Well, you know, as a real estate agent, we're going to try to guide you the best way as possible. And, you know, you come in handy with that aspect as with your background in finance. So we always we want to kind of use the term, you know, with the interest rates going up and down and you never really know. So we always kind of use the term fall in love with the house, not with the rate, because, right. you know, the rates may change mm-hmm. and you can always refinance. So mm-hmm. that's always an option. Mm-hmm. Um, rent, you know, if you want to pay somebody else's mortgage, um, I would never suggest it as a real estate agent. But some people are just not in the position to buy at the time. That's when they need to seek out professional help like you, somebody that can help them, you know, get to where they need to be to be able to purchase a home. Okay. Um, So what do you say to someone who says, well, I like renting because I don't have to take care of anything. I just pay my rent. Someone's, you know, fixes anything that breaks. You know, if I have a maintenance emergency, there's a maintenance guy. Um, And a lot of times what I find with people who are interested in real estate, they don't realize that when they figure out how much they're paying in rent and you figure that out on a house, how much of a house they have. Like when you're in an apartment, you don't have a big backyard. Mm-hmm. You're right next to the creepy neighbor mm-hmm. who suntans and, you know, <laughs> and you don't, you don't own anything. You're not building that equity. So when someone says you watch, well, it's like renting because it's easy. Yeah, um, that's a good question because I had a brother that just moved out here from Kansas City, um, and he was having that same com. I was having that same conversation with him. He didn't want to buy. There are properties available that you can purchase, mm-hmm. 
and be a homeowner and not be responsible for a lot of those. So I like put my brother in a condo. Condoms. Absolutely. Yeah. You can still be a homeowner. You can be a homeowner. You can gain equity and you won't have to deal with all that yard work and everything else. Mm-hmm. So there's options. There's ways around that. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so <clears throat> what do you think, um, the biggest challenge is for first time home buyers? Ooh, let's see. I'm asking these things. Like, I know. You like, like feel a, like you're taking the bar like, exam. <laughs> <laughs> there, I don't want to say there's maybe not a, a big, the biggest challenge, but there's always challenges with mm-hmm. anything that you do. And I think just maybe educating themselves right. is like the main thing that they need to do. Because once they get educated and they learn the process of buying a home and they get with the right people, then it would be a breeze, you know. Um, you want to make sure that they have the full range of all the opportunities that are out there available for them. And again, education is the key thing. Once they get pre-approved mm-hmm. and know all the steps that it that it takes to go from pre-approval to home ownership, then the obstacles can be overcome. Yeah. So that's what I liked about when we connected. We t- we did a credit class, which mm-hmm. is a one of the mm-hmm. steps in getting started in real estate is mm-hmm. knowing where your credit is and how to leverage your credit and what you need to do to fix it. And you're on a team and we actually just happened to have one of your team members here about two weeks ago. Okay. And you guys both rocked the red glasses. What's Yay. up with that? What's <laughs> up with the red glasses? Well, you know, red is my color for the Chiefs. And yeah. I don't know why. Bobby just I feel like I need to red. upgrade these little, so. <laughs> these little beat up uh, black frames. Should I upgrade to red? What is that red? If you mean? can see out of them, then that's, that's cool. But red about. is a power color, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of want to stand out. Okay. Um, So with real estate, we have in a market that a lot of investors are jumping in right now. We see Phoenix area growing. We got the big plant that's up there off the I-17. I was out actually in Bobby's neck of the woods in Buckeye, and the growth is just incredible. Mm -hmm. Speaking to an investor, why would an investor want to get into the market right now, even with rates the way they are? Why would an investor? Investors are always in the market for real estate. You, you was know? an investor. So they, why did you? Why, I was, what was your motivation? So I can retire young. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've already retired. You went back I, out there. I did, and I'm out back out here now just because real estate is something I love to do. But as an investor, you know, investors. I'm not sure how to answer that question. Um, the reason I got into investing into real estate, I mean, I'm just going to speak for myself. Sure. You know, is because I love the fact of home ownership. I love the fact of multiple income streams. Yes. I love the fact of being able to own something. I wanted to say that that was mine and having more than one property. Um, was awesome. Me being a veteran and having that opportunity to purchase my ho- first home without any money down. Yes, the veteran loan, no money down. Absolutely. That gave me inspiration to get out there and learn the ins and outs of real estate because I know that there's a lot of other veterans out there that were not as knowledgeable as me. Sure. And so I'm gaining my home ownership and becoming an investor just from being a veteran. 
I love it. I love it. Um, so my next question, being a veteran, what was the education you got? And I've had veterans in here who talked about they didn't know anything about when they left the military, what their options are. What would you say to veterans out there who are sitting on the fence who are just going, I got my VA, I don't know what to do. Why should they go out and buy a property? And a lot of people are veteran-friendly. There are communities that would be more friendly as far as and sellers who mm-hmm. would sell to a veteran versus um, just a regular homeowner who may not have any you know, stake in the game. Yeah, um, that can be – that can go a different, couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. For a younger person, mm-hmm. um, I think the military is a good background for them to get themselves established. It mm-hmm. can help them uh, learn some discipline. Mm-hmm. You know, it can help them learn, get some background skills ahead of them. For me, it was a little bit different. Um, my military career and my investment in real estate started a little later. I had already attended college. And after my first two years of college, my mother handed me my bill and says she had paid for my first two years and says, here, you need to start paying this bill. So I had to look for ways to be able to pay that back and educate myself. All of my other brothers, I have five siblings, four brothers and a sister, all who have served in the military except for one. Okay. So it was a means. You guys make fun of him. <laughs> like it Loser. was a means. <laughs> yeah, it was a means to an end for us. It allowed all of us to be able to go back to school to get a degree sure. to become homeowners. Yeah. So you know that was just awesome for us. And now that their big sister is a real estate agent, and when I was backing up a little bit, having my last brother move out here and he wanted to rent. I was like, no, no, you can't because he didn't want to go through all the steps that you were talking about earlier as far as taking care of his home. Mm -hmm. So I sat down with him and I talked to him about some of the things that we're going to finish discussing here about why you need a good real estate agent to work with you. So when I decided to, um, after I graduated from my first two years, I'm kind of going all over the place now. But after I graduated from my first two years and my mother handed me my bill, that's when I made the decision to join the military mm-hmm. because at that time they offered the, v, uh, the GI Bill. GI Bill, yeah. GI Bill. Yeah. So I was able to go back, get the GI Bill, go to school, and um, get my degree. So I started – Chemistry. Chemistry. <laughs> I know how to blow this home up if you don't like it after we close. I worked in chemistry. I started work. Well, I went to my first two years of school was for medical technology. Okay. And I got out of, I finished that, and I started working for Bayer in their laboratory. I was left that, Bayer on a military. I loved it. I still wow. love it. That's what it does. You a, know, I still love it. People oh. look at me now. I'm like, you are a chemist? Yeah, there's black chemists out Come on, there. <laughs> Have you ever some, whipped up some formulas to get rid of some enemies? I will <laughs> never do <laughs> I won't admit that. <laughs> but I left Bear on a military status. Okay. So I can... Joined the Navy. As long as I got an honorable discharge, I was able to come back to Bayer, and they hired me, rehired me. Mm-hmm. So my four years of military counted as seniority with my job. Okay. So I worked another 21 years, and I was able to retire from Bayer at the young, ripe age of 56 with 31 wow. years of service. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. And so now real estate is... And then you were like, I just want to do something else. I'm going to start selling houses. I wanted to do somewhere I can work on my own time. 
Sure. You know, I wanted you to do something I didn't. Yeah, I wanted to do something where I can make my own rules. And I work with an awesome group of ladies. We're all independent real estate agents. We help and we support each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if one of us need help with one thing or another, then we just help each other out. So it's a good brainstorming for us. And I just you love got a it. good team surrounded. I have an awesome team. Yeah. I have an awesome That's team. That's awesome. Okay. I love it. Um do you prefer to deal with veterans or are you deal with anybody? I deal with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, veterans are a preference. I did uh, finish my certification as a military relocation professional so I can help veterans that, and I have a good resource of helping veterans that relocate. Mm-hmm. But I'm trained as a and licensed as a real estate agent to work with anyone. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, you like dealing with vets, but you you can take any type of client. Oh yeah. How do you absolutely. feel about first time homeowners? Because you got to hold their hand and and walk them through everything. How do you feel about that? I feel they're going to be the same as a third or fourth time homeowner. Okay. <laughs> but as long as you have to, as long as you give them the information that they need, you know, part of our job is you have to be there for those emotional moments. You know, sometimes. Buying a home is one of the biggest purchases of anybody's lives, whether it's the first time or the third time. Sure. And so there can be emotional roller coasters that you're going to have to deal with, whether you're a first time home buyer or a third time home buyer, not knowing the process or what you have to, what's going to be entailed in that home that you're purchasing. So part of our job as a real estate agent is being able to hold their hand and get them through that process. So let's say your phone rings and you hear this kind of squeaky, low key voice, and he says, uh, this is uh, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, I'm thinking about getting a house in Arizona. What are you going to say? I'm going to say, my homie, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll be happy to help Would you. Would you be nervous? Would you get any special perks? Uh, no <laughs> special perks. Stuff. Everybody gets the same treatment, you know. Would just, you tell them, listen, the house next door is going to be vacant in about two seconds. Let me finish this bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put these chemicals together. It's going to be vacant. You can live right next door to me. Uh, he's living in Kansas City now. The property values in Kansas City. Talk about are not, that. Yeah, what are the, the yeah? They're values? a lot different than out here yes. in Arizona. I purchased my first home in Kansas City in 1989. I think I paid less than a hundred thousand dollars for it. 1989. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't thinking about purchasing anything but some candy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I sold that home probably in right after my mother passed. In 2018, okay. for $185,000, okay. it was a 2,200-square-foot home on a quarter-acre lot. Wow. Out here would be well over a million dollars, you know. So the property, you can tell, just kind of shows you how but what the value of homes. But champs, how does the property value went up? I don't know. I'd have to research that and look. I don't know what the—I haven't looked into what the values of the homes in Kansas City are now because I've been trying to gear myself up to keeping abreast of this market that I'm in right now. Sure. So you asked me about the property values in Buckeye. and Tell me about Buckeye because you and Bobby are on this Buckeye thing. (laughs) Buckeye is actually an up-and-coming city right now. They have a lot of empty space out there where they're going to be building. The property values now are just going— up, you sure. know, even though people are kind of nervous about interest rates, um, the values of the homes are increasing because the amount of properties are becoming a lot more available. Yeah. So, um, actually, I'm moving to Buckeye. <laughs> <I'll> be- <laughs> 
You're moving um, from that beautiful place you have to Buckeye? Yeah, that's just a part of my um, investment strategies. Okay. I won't be selling that house. Okay. Well, yeah. We we will be um, renting it renting out, it out yeah. and we're moving to Buckeye. And the home in Buckeye is going to have a in-law suite that we'll be using as an investment property as well. So I just need to kind of reset myself up from the properties that I sold in Kansas City because I was too far away to be able to manage them. And I didn't want to leave them with a so that's property a great manager question. there. Um, a lot of people who want to get into investment properties, pros and cons of hiring a management company or doing it yourself. Okay, yeah. Um, me as a real estate agent, you know, I'm qualified to be a property manager myself. Mm-hmm. But it's just a matter of your lifestyle or what you want to do. If you are capable of managing yourself, then by all means, go ahead. I manage my own properties 15 years ago in Kansas City because I was younger and I was able to get up and take that call at 3 o'clock in the morning and go and stop the drain because somebody threw a ball. (laughs) (laughs) But now at this point in my life, I'd much rather pay whatever the 10%, 12% fee is and let a property manager hail it. Absolutely. And then I can be off on a cruise somewhere and just... Have to check. Speaking of cruises, <laughs> where did you just recently go? Oh, uh, let me see. My last cruise was in last January. You've done this a lot. <laughs> yeah, me and my husband and my whole family, my brother and sister in law, we love cruising. Yeah. Um, I think it's an opportunity to pay one fee and then you can you experience can several places yeah. and then your food and everything is Include. taken care of. We I went hate to. People, um, that's the hard part. You don't have and to be around a lot vessel. of people. You, you, your only option is to jump off into the ocean. No, that's not an option. You don't want to do that. <laughs> they have secluded areas that yeah. you can go in to. And, and in the cabin. No, there's areas on the ship where you can go. And I, we, you know, get your lounge chair and yeah. just put your earphones on I and grab you, you a book. Yeah. You know, and uh, you, there's ports. We went on a seven-day cruise. We stopped at the Bahamas. Wow. We went to Ocho's Rios. My husband and I. Conquered Dunn's Rivers Falls. Um, we went to um, Cayman Islands. Yeah, my brother, awesome. he loves to scuba dive. He did diving. Do black people scuba dive. Yeah, my is brother true? is black. He's okay, scuba diving. I don't know. He's got a lot of friends. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went to. It was it was awesome. There's nice places that you can go. Yeah, I've been to Cozumel. Know. Okay. So I had the chance to do that last year, and it's beautiful. Okay. Well, we have one scheduled in October. We're going to do a 14-day Mediterranean. Wow. Um, so I'm looking forward Where to going to, uh, we have to fly to Spain. Whoa. And then we'll go to Mykonos, um, wow. Santorini. and That's So insane. I see the pictures with the beautiful blue water. We're going to be talking about real estate, and I'm already in another you know, Yeah, you're not. You're stuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so let me ask you, because everybody I know that's been on a cruise, there are times when you're just in the middle of the ocean getting from one destination to another. What's it like for you to look out over the ocean? What are you thinking about? Are you feeling like my life is blessed? Are you getting more spiritual? Because you realize how little we are in the big, big picture. Remember, I was in the Navy. Oh, so shit. the Navy You're ships like, oh, are well, nothing like go. these. <laughs> There's a lot of room on these This ships. is like lap of luxury to me on these cruise ships compared right. to the living quarters that I was in in the Navy. Um, and if you're thinking about stuff like that, you don't have to look out the window. You can just look at TV. They have... Mm-hmm. Shows you can yeah. look so at. So you were not even no. focused on it. Like, see, no. when I was on one of them big old boats, I was just thinking, man, it's crazy how big. I was going through the Gulf of Mexico, and I didn't realize how big it was. 
And you just realize if I fell off that, because I'm always thinking of the worst case scenario. I just fell off this boat. No one's going to know, so I fell over. And by the time the boat, you know, spun around, I'm going to be eaten by a shark or something. <laughs> you know, just all the worst things. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I try to be realistic. <laughs> I know my swim. I, I can't don't swim. think about that. If you can't swim, then you don't want to go on a cruise. I can swim, but I can't okay. swim in the ocean. Ain't nothing around you. There's nothing to see. Well, stay away from the outsides know, of the I ship. I did. I did. But you stay know, you might be on having the a couple inside of this. You decide to go out on the edge and do a selfie. For, don't do that for then. the photogram, and then next thing you know, <laughs> there's beautiful <laughs> spots inside the ship where you can take a selfie. You can wait till the ship is at port. Yeah. Right next to the dock, <laughs> and then go outside and take a. <laughs> All right. So right now, if someone wanted to buy a house, and let's say they, they're like a you, you're a planner, you're planning a cruise in a couple months. Mm-hmm. What, is, what, what advice would you give them? Should they call you and start looking or should they come up with a game plan? What kind of house do I want? Kind of thing. What would you say to a first-time person called and said, listen, I'm not ready to buy now. But what should I be doing to prepare for this process? Besides being pre-qualified. Okay. Go, go okay. There. Yeah. So there's a step-by-step plan mm-hmm. to getting yourself prepared for to buy a home. You need to make sure all your ducks are in a row. Other than getting pre-qualified, you have to know what your budget is. Sure. You know, you have to know what area you would like to live in. You and once you know what you can afford um and know what you like, then you have to kind of start looking. You know, you start looking. You have to like uh once you kind of find the home pre-qualified, you find your home, the steps of making sure that home is yours, you put in an offer. You know, your offer may or may not be accepted. If it's not accepted, then you have to keep looking. Mm-hmm. If it is accepted, then there's steps that you have to go through, inspections, um, make sure that it's livable, mm-hmm. you know, that there's no major issues that you don't want to tackle yourself or either have the seller address before you des- decide that you want to uh, purchase that home. Gotcha. And then it's getting through the appraisal process. Yeah. Then after that, you just have to um, cross your fingers and hire some movers and, <laughs> and get on in and start enjoying your life and yeah. saving up and planning for the next one. Next adventure, yeah. So one of the things we do on this show is we do the FORD, which is the acronym for family. Um, occupation, recreation, and dreams. So we already know what your occupation is. Talk a little bit about your family. Oh, my family. And you use a term that me and Laura always forget, and everybody who comes to them, we need to get hip. I need you to write this on your hand or on your notes. You use a term for a, a family member that's not your direct family member. Bonus. Yeah. So bonus mom, bonus family. So talk about yeah. your family real quick. Because yeah. people don't buy... Your real estate team, they buy you. That's right. Tell us a little bit about your family. Your clients actually become your family after a while. You know, once you get connected with a client, you're normally connected with that client for life. You know, you kind of go through their family. You know, Mm -hmm. you help raise their kids and their kids. Um, My family, I come from a family of six. I have four brothers. Well, I had four brothers because now I'm going to start getting emotional because I lost my oldest brother um, last two years ago. It'll be two years in August. Mm -hmm. His name was Alonzo Scooter Powell. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Scooter. Um, He was a drummer 
and mm-hmm. still is. He's a fabulous drummer. But my family, I come from a family of musicians. Okay. Even though I'm not a singer, you know, I was the business person, the chemist. Um, I couldn't sing. My brothers would not even let give me a microphone. <laughs> get they the was mic- like, get the mic away from her. <laughs> now I'm married to an awesome man. His name is John. Um, I like John. Yeah. yeah. And he comes from a family of musicians as well. Um, I have a brother named Stephen. John has a brother named Stephen. My name is Christine. He has a sister named Christine. We both love the bowl. I met him at the bowling alley. So, okay. you know, um, my family also consists of three bonus kids and three bonus grandkids. Okay. Um, and my one of my oldest bonus son is a real estate agent as well okay. in Tampa. Um, so That's shout out to Nate. Market. Yeah. Florida's interesting for sure with those yeah. hurricanes. Uh, if I start talking more about my family, I'm going to get emotional. Don't worry. <laughs> you just said enough. I want to actually just explain uh, before we wrap this up, though, just seven reasons why I think you should work with a realtor. Okay, I'm going to just go through them real quick, and then we'll come back and discuss them more. But first thing, the first thing a real estate agent does, we act as your expert guide. Sure. You know, we help you avoid delays and costly mistakes. We also offer objective information and opinions, which we kind of touched on that a little bit, too. We give you extended, expanded search power. You know, we have access to our multiple listing system, yeah. the MLS, which uh, if you're not a real estate agent, you may... You won't have access right. to it, obviously. You you and so, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We stand in your corner doing negotiations. So we help negotiate for you. That's one of the main things. We can help negotiate the purchase agreement, you know, the price of repairs. And so that's if you come in and you see somebody's home is real beautiful and you say, oh, I want the home and everything in it. Of course, we can help negotiate that. They will obviously have to be on a different contract, the bill of sales, not the regular contract. But we can help you with that part. You know, we make sure that everything is up to date um in with the transaction so you don't want to be like in the middle of something and uh because we handle so many transactions if you're not a real estate agent and you probably only handle one or two transactions you know a year but us being an agent there's sometimes we handle several transactions over the course of a year mm-hmm. and if it's not me personally it's us working with one of the other agents. So we have the knowledge to kind of stay on top of everything that's changing. Um, We are your rock during your emotional moments, you know. So you could be walking to a house and you could be stressed (laughs) about something. But us as real estate agents, we just have to kind of keep you, even though we may be falling apart behind the (laughs) scenes, we just have to make just reassure you and make make sure that everything's okay. You know, and... um, the one of the main things that we do is that we have to be ethical. Yeah. You know, we have to be that's our code of ethics is one of the main things. We will not be able to just tell you any kind of BS about what's going on. We have to be truth and honest and ethical. Gotcha. So All right. So um you we obviously know what you do for a living and we know about your family a little bit. I know you're into a hobby, so let's talk about what you do for recreation. I'm when you're not cheering for the key <laughs> when Chiefs. I'm not, when I'm not cheering for the Chiefs, you can probably find me at one of your local bowling alleys. Now, you're in a league. Uh, I am in two leagues, actually, wow. now. Uh, I bowl in a women's league on uh-huh. Tuesday morning, 
And then my husband and I bowl in a co-ed league on Thursday nights. So what's your average? My average is around 180-ish. Okay. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I'm around 180. Y'all got but jackets and everything? Y'all dance before shoot. you bowl? This is one of my shirts. I actually bowl <laughs> in a, uh, I do a military tournament twice okay. a year in That's Vegas. Awesome. So uh, being a veteran, I participate in that. I've been bowling probably over 30 or 35 have years. Ever, have you ever threw a game for some money? Oh, no. <laughs> I won't throw a game for some money, but I'll try to bowl my best game for, for some, some money. money. Okay. I don't have a perfect score. I'm just game. asking for a friend. A, you know, I don't have a any A perfect score in bowling is 300. I do right. not have any 300 rings. My husband has about five or six. My highest game wow. has been like 286. So I'll That's get... really yeah. good. Ah. But I bowled for with a group of women, mm-hmm. and we started bowling just as a means for us to take a vacation. What do you so like we about bowling, bowling though? Just, just to the get camaraderie. Out the house. Yeah. You know, the camaraderie. I love the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, because we get to travel with it. Like I was saying, we I bowled with a group of women and every year was a way, a means for us to take a vacation. Mm-hmm. So the USBC, which is the United States Bowling Conference, they have annual tournaments around the country. So every year we would plan a girl's trip. Mm-hmm. Bowling. Okay. And everybody got away from their kids and their spouses, and we went <laughs> bowling three or four days, and we would just go eat in I the restaurants that. and bowl, hit a casino or something, and <laughs> <laughs> come back and be refreshed. Whether we bowled good or bad, we'd have a good yeah. time. And bowling you know? is usually a good yes. time, generally. Yes. Yeah. All right, so what are your dreams professionally and personally? <sighs> I just thank God that I'm here. No, I mean, it's okay if you understand. Well, you know, the Chiefs, they're going to have to start using Dynasty in their name. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) But my dream is to just, you know, to be happy. Uh You know, I mean, I want to travel. Sure. You know, I just thank God that, um, you know, I stay healthy. Yes, ma'am. And, um, I continue to support my real estate clients. Mm-hmm. You know, they are my number one priority when I'm working with them. So I make them a priority when I'm working with them. And uh, so, did you hear about? And I don't. This is just came. I was while I was sitting here, I was looking at my phone. A news flash came up. Yeah. It said the Cardinals are trading for Patrick Mahomes. No, that's not. That, that's my that, phone now. Yeah. <laughs> You don't think no, that's true? No. You're not against that. You're against that trade. Um, that's not going to happen because <laughs> I mean, didn't he just sign a contract with them? Yeah, brother? but the Cardinals are going to buy it out. They're real smart business. Well, if he's savvy gonna... t- football team, <laughs> Clarence, they're about they, to lose the Super Bowl. They I had that know, horrible Clarence, turf. <laughs> Clarence, now I know you know I know better than that. I know you're desperate to, for the Cardinals to come. No, of... I'm not. I hope they go to hell. She, she is. I feel fucking Cardinals. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Maybe it's the Cowboys. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. I know the damn okay. Cowboys. Not my home. I was like going, what's up with the turf? You get the biggest game of the year and the turf. You can't figure out the turf. Like, why are people slipping? They got to change out cleats. I thought that was going to be a big issue. A lot of players were slipping and falling, but they ended up. Yeah, I was holding my them. breath on that last play with the Chiefs kicker. Yeah, you know, I was Butker, like, man, if he's, he's not it's going to be history. Be like Butner, yeah, with the ball <laughs> between his legs. Yeah. They did have the guy that had been doing that turf. I guess it was, I was reading something about this was supposed to have been his last uh, time doing that. That's so why maybe he was that's like, why. I'll show him. But they said something about the 
the, the water didn't drain properly. Right, right, and, yeah, and every time they would plant their feet in it or something, it would push the water up. So I'm glad it worked out. It, in yeah, it favor. worked out for you. The, you know, if the Eagles would have won, hypothetically speaking, would you have blamed the turf? No, I probably would have blamed that last call. <laughs> Whatever the call would have been, right? something I would have They called the game. Yeah. That was because they the called the game. Call. We could have been one if we had two more quarters. Yeah. Whoever had the ball last, me and my brother kept saying it's going to win. So I have a brother that um, he actually put a bet in on the Chiefs yeah. before the season started. Wow. That the Chiefs would win their division. Okay. And that they would win the Super Bowl. That's a hell of a bet. So bat. I told him when I'd go to Vegas for my bowling tournament, I'll take his tickets up there and cash them in for Good him. Good so, for him. Yeah. That's awesome. So where can people find you if they want to connect with you and get a house? Yes. Thanks for asking that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Realtor.com. You can find me at my email, ChrisToberHomes at gmail.com or on my website, Christine Tober at exprealty.com. Um, I'm a part of an awesome exp real estate uh, brokerage company. And so if you just Google them and Google my name, you should be able to find me. All right. Well, she has confirmed that the rumor that Patrick Mahone was traded to the Cardinals is false. <laughs> so we cannot be excited about that. You have to be careful what you hear on the Internet. You know, <laughs> we're stuck with you know who. For another year. <laughs> and the new guy. <laughs> I don't even know who the new coach is. But. Oh, he's trying to eat. Uh, well, geez. I do want to say well, thank you, Clint, yeah. for this opportunity. <laughs> you know how to give you some help. time with you, yeah. you know, to have, bring up oh, some. Oh, I do want to ask you, because I, true story, I went to Christine's house. We had an oh, event yeah, we yeah. did together, and I was doing the credit class. She made these drums. I want to know what you're putting them drums. If I tell you, I had to kill you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I put this with your mommy. So I put my foot in them yes, drums. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Man, you made no. those chicken drums. And I didn't think of she. She's like a mother, right? She was like, here, Claire, here's a little plate to go. <laughs> this year, when you go to Black People's House, they give you a plate to go. Like, here's a plate to go. Well, so I, I took it. I didn't even think about it. I got home and I was hungry. I'm like, I'm going to warm these wings up. <laughs> I was like, these are fantastic. What is she? I even tell like, I don't know what you did, but those wings were good or drums or whatever. I they use a fantastic. lot of herbs when I cook. Yeah, and my oh family my know that I love to cook, but I use seasoning. I think and those were jerked. I think I used jerk season along with some Caribbean uh, oh, curry. Man. I was like, these drums curried are and fabulous. I curried it. I'm kind of mixed them up. Sometimes I just put in whatever I have in the cabinet. Yeah. I'm be like, let's try a little of this. Let's try yeah. a little of that. Mm, that tastes good. Oh, they'll eat it. Yeah, well, I'm glad I ate it. It was good. And no, I kid you not. She had like, it was like being on a field trip. You had like little juice boxes. And you well, had, it was very well prepared. It was coming out of COVID. So I did want people to feel like they would have to dig in the food. So I made everybody little individual charcuterie boards (laughs) and then little bitty lunch things because that way if they didn't want to eat it then, like you, because you were doing a lot of talking, they can take it with them and I wouldn't be stuck with a lot of food. Yes, that was a great That was my reasoning behind that. Other than that, I used to do the buffet, you know, and everybody's kind of getting away from that. So I thought I'd make it a little bit more intimate and a little bit more personal by doing it like that. That was definitely very good. (laughs) We have to do that again. Yes, that was Great. Yeah, and we have to that follow up after this and see how we coming along. I did send out some emails to those clients just yeah. a few weeks ago and asked them had they followed People up with you. People are stressed out. There's a lot yeah. of things going on. There's a lot of multi different fashions mm-hmm. going on right now. So 
We'll have to get people together and just yeah. regroup them together. You know, it's about to be hot again. They're going to be sitting at home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this little calm before the storm is about to come through the end. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming, Augustine. And uh, we are looking forward to more stuff in the real estate. And as the market changes, we'll have you back on to keep you updated. Awesome. And uh, good luck with the trade with Patrick Mahomes coming here. <laughs> We're sending you our finest. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Fit over 40, Coach Clarence.